Every three seconds, Florida State scores another bucket. Tania Latson and Brooke Wyckoff here to talk about it. Lockdown Women's Basketball starts now. Ogumba Wallet for the win. You are Locked On Women's Basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Locked On Women's Basketball. I'm your host, Howard Maddow. I want to thank you for making us your first listen every day. Over 100,000 of you showed up in September alone. Really appreciate you showing up the way we show up for you. Six days a week covering this great game that we all love. And, of course, it is not just me. It is the incredible team over at The Next, where we had over 1.3 million readers in September alone. People recognize and understand that over 100 reported pieces in your inbox about women's basketball every month is a good thing. So thank you. Join us, thenexthoops.com, $9 a month, $72 a year. And a good amount of that coverage has been dedicated to a fascinating team. And I know you hear me say this a lot, listeners, that, you know, wow, this is a fun team to watch. Wow, don't miss this team. But it is really, really true as it relates to what Coach Brooke Wyckoff is putting together with Florida State. Coach, it's great to chat with you tonight. It is wonderful to talk to you. Here's my list, by the way, of freshmen who were more impressive last year than you. End of list. I mean, incredible to see. And the place I really want to start is by talking about what is an encore look like, Coach, for Tanaya. You know, I just got to provide some numbers as an opening, right? Like when you look at what she was able to do as a freshman, you know, the 21.3 points per game, doesn't really capture it for me in the same way of how she got there. 45.5% from the field. She was north of 36 from three, hitting 86% of her free throws, doing a bit of everything, was a true two-way player. What do you – it's got to be hard to find what the next level is for a player who starts there. Take me through how you go about figuring that out as a coach, and then tonight we'll get to what you've been working on personally. Yeah, well, um, you know, for us, it started just with the conversations with Tanaya, you know, and, and she did so much, achieved so much. Um, the great thing about Tanaya, which I love talking about and telling people about, is that it's that inner drive. It's that in, inner hunger to win um, and to take do whatever it takes to win and to be great. And so I don't worry about, you know, her what she's going to do next uh, because she, I know she has that drive. Um, but specifically uh, just some of the conversations we've been having for a long time. And, and this is all led by Tania. She knows she's a very smart basketball player. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk first about defense and that's, that's the biggest thing of just as a, and that doesn't show up necessarily statistically, but it's something that Tania and, and knows and we know that leads to winning and um, makes our job easier on the offensive end, hopefully makes her job easier uh, when we we play great defense. So just that learning curve of every freshman has to come into the college game and understand the intricacies of, of defense and rotations. Um, she's improved already by leaps and bounds in that respect um, over the summer and preseason. 
Um, and then she's got goals and, and things she wants to do offensively. And I think she'd be best to, to tell you more about those things as well. Yeah. And, and I mean, the will to win tonight, I, I, there's so many numbers that I love when you're trying to break down your game, but I love that you were top 20 in the country in free throws made and you were like 22nd in free throws attempted. In other words, you were not settling for shots at any point. You just have your pedal to the ground throughout. So take me through again, what are kind of the biggest lessons that you had from freshman year? And we'll talk offense first, but we're not going to ignore defense as it relates to you, as it relates to Florida State as a whole, because your pace gives people the illusion that you are not one of the better defensive teams in the country, and you are. So we'll get there. But first things first, Tanaya, talk to me about kind of your biggest takeaways from your freshman year on the offensive end. Um, my biggest takeaways were, of course, you know, like getting to the line, getting to the free throw line. That was very important for my game, especially. I knew if I get to the line, then I'll have a pretty good game. Um, but this year, I feel like I need to improve more on just like um, getting my teammates involved and being more of a leader on the court, um, offensively and defensively. Um, but just making better decisions on offense and um, trying to improve my shooting. So that's really one of the biggest things I've been trying to work on this offseason, just trying to make consistent shots, um, getting to the basket all the time. I'm going to have to change up my, my way of play, but I have to um, just lock in on that. Those things are a key for me right now offensively. And like she said, defense wins games. And um, I feel like I've put a lot more effort into defense this year than I have the last year. So um, maybe I'll make an all – defensive team this yeah. year, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, you know, it feels well within reach. And again, if we treat freshman year as a floor, and is that fair? Do you guys both kind of think of tonight's freshman year as a floor, as a starting point? Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. So your stocks, your steals plus blocks percentage was 2.5% on the steals percentage, 2% on the block percentage, which again, for someone who's playing on the perimeter is a very big deal. Are there some numbers that you look at, and we can sort of make it universal from an offensive, defensive side of things that you have in mind? You're saying shoot better. Is it 50, 40, 90, for instance? Is that what you're looking at? What? How do you measure that specifically? Um, well, that's always the, the goal, of course. But I'm just being more consistent and looking for my shot more than just going to the basket because that's, that's first for me, always to attack. That's our motto. Um, but just changing up my play and just trying to be more – um, unpredictable with the, the defense and uh, yeah, just making more consistent shots. That's so interesting because you were north of 60% from right around the rim. But for instance, you're top of the T3, you were 65%, you were 15 and 23 from there. So are, is it looking, are, are you looking at that the way I am? Are you looking at just spots on the floor where you want to be getting more shots up? Yeah, um, of course, mid-range. Um, that's going to be a big part of my game this year, I feel like. Um, and, of course, just shooting the, the right shots. That's that's the biggest thing, the shot selections. And, um, yeah, just trying to be more consistent all over the floor. Makes sense. And, again, you talked about finding your teammates more. It's important listeners to understand, Tanaya was not a selfish offensive player last year. She was north of a 20% assist percentage. So just I, – I mean, I've been covering this game for a long time. I've, I've never seen a freshman year like that. So very excited <laughs> – to see what is next. But coach, I want to go back to just the lessons that you feel like you took away here. And we talked so much last year about there's a lot new. There's a lot to figure out there. When you look at this roster, there's some newcomers and we'll get to them. 
but there's a lot of continuity here year over year. How vital has that been early on in practice as you're seeing the way in which your team is coming together? It's been huge and, and really, really fun to see the growth of uh, our players in this system or just in this year. Uh, you can tell that uh, the ones that have that went through it all last year, Tanaya and the five other um, returners, they're comfortable now. And that what that leads to is great decision making that leads to um, less turnovers that leads to better shot selection. Um, and the same on the defensive end. They understand what we're trying to do. They understand our sense of urgency in that uh, in that regard. So uh, just seeing that growth after imp implementing a brand new system over a year is really, really encouraging and also gives us you know, a foundation to talk to our new players and just being able to say, hey, you know, within a year, uh, you know, you should have seen Tanaya last year deal with this, you know, just, you know, and, and, and the learning curve. Um, we're able to really point to that specifically with our new players, but we still just want to keep things um, simple, as simple as possible. And like tonight said earlier, it's we go get layups and then we shoot open threes and we get offensive rebounds. And that's what we do. And just teaching within that structure. Um, but having players that have done that for a year has been really, really great. And then we have the pieces we recruited specifically you know, pieces to, to fit our style and system. So that's been nice as well. It's really interesting to see. And so in segment two, we're going to talk about the system and get into that system because if you haven't seen it, folks, you have to see it. But first, I want to talk to you guys, of course, about FanDuel, and FanDuel has a remarkable offer opportunity for you right now. New customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That is $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is very easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over, under, and more. And we have a deal for you, FanDuel.com slash Locked on, that's how you get it. $5 bet, $200 bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel and make sure that you're enjoying FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. So we're back. And so let's talk about that system, right? And the number that jumped out to me when you look at, all right, where can there be growth? Is you see, what was your assisted shot rate? And where did that rank? nationally because you were somewhere i want to say 10th in mm -hmm. terms of total assists mm -hmm. but again, you go back to pace and you go back to like elements of it so take me through what you're thinking tanaya offers an opportunity of course you can play her as a one you can play her off the ball you can do a lot of different things but are there differences based on personnel that you're looking to incorporate into the way in which you utilize her this year yeah, well, like like she said, and, and first and foremost, we tell all our players, and especially Tanaya, like they have to be in attack mode. They have to go to score. What that does is open people up, and so to and that that's the biggest thing is putting the pieces in place that if someone does become open because of the space that we have, where we have the people that can attack the basket, they are qualified, they are able, they are skilled enough to capitalize on that, whether that be knocking down a three, whether that be go up for, you know, as a five player for the lob pass, whether that be catch and be able to attack again. 
Um, you know, having those players in place that can, again, fit our system mm -hmm. um, will hopefully increase, you know, our assist, um, uh, you know, our assists. But it all starts with just attacking, you know, and that's how we get other people involved is we have that attack first mindset. It was interesting. And, and again, let us be clear about it. you won 23 games last year. This is not a one person team and you have returnees. You got Michaela Timpson coming back, Sarah Bajetti coming back, along with some players coming in who are new to the system. There's an opportunity, it seems, to be able to fashion it, like you said, you know, attack mode, but with greater and purpose is the wrong word, greater understanding of where everybody is on the court. Are you seeing that early on? And and again, just to get to some of the newcomers, I mean, I know you have multiple freshmen who have come from Spain, you know, where and how do you start to get those players into what it is you're trying to build here? Yeah, I mean, we, we recruited um, some really specific skill sets mm -hmm. in our in, in, in our new class, um, freshmen and transfers. Uh, we recruited um, the size, first and foremost, um, and a size along with, again, ability to attack. Uh, we have um, Alexis Tucker and Amaya Bonner, who are two transfers, who they are, they're big, they're able to attack really well off the dribble and score. Um, and, and so that's been really, really nice to have them on the perimeter. Uh, we recruited rebounding uh, two of our, our, one of our freshman, Avery Treadwell, and Duco transfer, Sakaya White can get us some more offensive rebounds to help Michaela Timpson in that regard. Again, opening up more, more scoring opportunities. Um, and then we have a fantastic shooter um, in Carla Viegas. Again, being able to capitalize on our great attackers who can utilize that space, draw defenders and, and knock down shots. So really it was intentional in that regard of, of what we really needed to take that next step. But again, combined with the experience in the system and our returners really understanding where they need to be, where their teammates will be um, even better than last year and being able to move better in our system. Uh, it's been really fun. We're definitely seeing the, the benefits of it. It looks like fun to play in. That's yeah. that's yeah. <laughs> it does look like fun to play in. And, and the amount of international talent you have on this roster, I think it's four players from overseas. Is mm -hmm. that right? Yes. How much does that come from, you know, you're obviously very familiar with the overseas game from all the ways in which you, you have excelled in basketball. How much is that part of the model for you? And how much of it is just that happens to be where the specific skill sets were for this team at this time? I just wonder how that balances for you. Yeah. And it's just, it's a really intriguing, you know, recruiting pool. There's so much skill. There's so much, and it just kind of broadens the pool. I mean, at this level, we're all going after that same tier of players. And unfortunately right now, you know, it, it's not, we wish the pool, the talent pool was deeper. So recruiting internationally just gives you more options um, to, to, to be able to, to have some more opportunities with players. And it's, it's worked out really, really well for us. And, and it's also good just culturally for the team. I mean, sports so great to just open the horizons of, of where you get to go and who you get to meet. So it's fun to have that mix um, with our internationals. For, for you, Tanaya, you talked about taking on more of a leadership role. And I know that's got to be a balance being just a sophomore in some ways, but obviously being this was, and, and, and coach talked about this at the start of last year where it wasn't long before she basically said, you know, this is your team and turned it over to you in some fundamental ways. What does next step leadership look like in your mind? Is it what you're saying? Is it when you're picking your spots? Just take me through what that thought process is for you. 
Um, just being someone that, you know, my teammates can come to when um, they need me. Um, and always, like you said, just the things that I say on the court are different, like encouraging my teammates, putting them in the right positions. Um, um, but honestly, uh, I just had a conversation with Coach Brooke. It is hard um, being just a sophomore and taking on this leadership role, but I've embraced it. And um, I feel like this is something that I've, you know, it's going to eventually happen. So um, I just embraced it even sooner than uh, later. So, yeah. And, and I mean, getting that opportunity to build here, I know that was a critical part of it too, right? Being able to kind of plant your flag one year on, what does that feel like? Do you feel as if, you know, there's national recognition that's come along with it. There's sort of a broader understanding of the level of player you are. I can tell you from talking to, WNBA front offices, they're just counting down the days until you've played four years. So, I mean, from that perspective, is there is there a sense that what you came here to do is something that you've been able to do already and you're on track to get where you want to go? Of course. Like, even off the court, I feel like the coaches really care about me and it's like molding me into the woman I want to become. Um, and I, this was the best decision I've ever made coming here. Um, I. You know, I've, I'm growing into my leadership role earlier than I expected. And um, I'm just grateful that Coach Brooke trusts me to, you know, lead the team, help lead the team with Michaela. And, um, yeah, it's one of the best things I've ever done. And so, I'm grateful. <laughs> and so to that end, right, take me through a moment in last season where it really felt like that had arrived for you. Was it, you know, in ACC play, was it? I mean, I started laughing, to be honest with you. I would get these emails. It was like, um, you know, freshman of the week. And I was like, well, I know who this is, you know, week after week after week. Like, was there a moment where it felt like, all right, this was really clicking, not even just for you on the court, but just for you as a person in this moment? Honestly, if I'm being real, it just happened. <laughs> um, I, I Last year, I feel like it was just more so me just, um, you know, just trying to be there and learn the system and continue to just be me. And this year I'm trying to like, you know, look outside of just myself and think more of the team and um, try to set up my, like I said, set up my uh, teammates in the right positions and um, being more of a voice on the team. I feel like I, I can do that this year, especially with the girls that we have. Um, but last year it was more so I was just trying to learn the ropes <laughs> like every other freshman. But um, yeah, I'm glad that I get to do it this year. It is fascinating. So we're going to talk and finish up on the out-of-conference schedule right after this. But first, <clears throat> so coach, you're not a big believer in the cupcake schedule, I take it, based <laughs> on who you guys are playing. Uh, let, let, me, let me take our listeners through this and then we'll get into the thought behind it. But uh, you guys, I, I don't know if you've heard of um, listeners, uh, University of Tennessee, but um, they are coming November 9th, University of Florida on the 17th. South Alabama is not an easy one either, nor is Northwestern. And then you have, it's a tournament, right? It's either Stanford or Belmont. Yep. There is not an easy version of that, no matter how that plays out. And it just, it continues from that. I, I get to see you guys when you come to Drexel and then part of that triple header in Uncasville at Mohegan Sun uh, mm -hmm. once again, which is always a great tournament, has some of the best teams you're going to see. You got University of Arkansas and Mike Neighbors 
in the ACC SEC challenge. What do you think? The over under on that game has got to be like 250 points. I know. It's going to be a fun one for the fans. Lots of points. I cannot wait for that. Like I said, UCLA in Huntersville, you know, right on through into ACC play where, and we know this, it doesn't get any easier once conference play starts. About the folks at game time. And over at game time, they do a remarkable job of making it as easy as possible to get last minute tickets. If you want to go see Tennessee and you want to go see Tennessee, let's be clear about that. You can go see seats on game time. And it's not just a question of what section you're in. You can see the view from your seat. Make sure that you are in a place where you are best positioned to sing Rocky Top, right? Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind. There's the all-in price. You see your total up front, no hidden fees, and you can buy the tickets in seconds with just a couple of taps. I can tell you as a family that is sports-obsessed and theater-obsessed, we do all sorts of buying through Game Time. You can take the guesswork out. And guess what? Now you can even get an extra $20 off. Use the code LOCKEDONNBA after you download the Game Time app. $20 off your first purchase. Now, terms apply. But again, create an account, redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-B-A for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. But let me ask you this. I think you were underappreciated last year, if I'm being frank, just point of personal privilege. Is this to make sure that there's no out for people to understand the quality of play that you guys are putting up? This was this was by design based on what we learned and what I personally felt um, just at looking back and reflecting on last season is that um, by, you know, just by nature of how things were, everything was new, everyone was new. We didn't know what we had. We started out gangbusters and we were blowing people away. Uh, we were blowing people out. We were we just started really, really strong. And that was great. Uh, we built up a ton of confidence, um, really got in a groove. Uh, but it, our non-conference schedule last year wasn't as challenging. We had some. Um, and then, you know, I felt like by the end of the season, I mean, just being blunt, we, we wanted to finish better, you know, and, and February and March, um, felt like a little bit of a downturn and, and we might've peaked too early, but again, the, it, it, who knows? Um, my, my goal this year was to have us, I mean, I think any, I think any coach, you know, any coaches, you want to peak at the right time. Yeah. What I think this team needs and is ready for is those challenges at upfront. We know who we are. We know what we're capable of now. Um, so we got to go out and do that and really test ourselves um, early and and then be ready for the ACC regular season play into the tournament. And I think these moments will really get us prepared um, in that regard. And and so I'm, I'm super excited. I know the players love to play good competition, I, you know, um, and and so it'll be some really, really good tests. And I think it'll prepare us for what what we really want to do, which is go deep in, in the ACC and the NCAA tournament. It, it is a very logical goal for where this team is and how you're built. But I do want to end on that note where, Tanaya, I remember talking to you after you put up a point a minute 
against UConn. And there's a spotlight on you in that moment and how you were just glowing. You were just so excited about it. Tell me what it is that goes through your mind when you get those biggest moments and what, it, you know, what that level of joy is for you when you get that opportunity. Honestly, I just try to embrace the moment. Um, I pray before every game and hope it goes good. <laughs> but I do put a, I do set myself to a higher standard when it comes to those type of games. Um, I know what my team needs and I know what my coaches need of me. So I try to just be everything that I need to be for my team and for my coaches um, and just try to be myself. Well, it comes across, it comes out in those big moments. It comes out to the sense, to the extent that, yes, I am very much enjoying covering the WNBA finals right now, but man, I can't wait for college. Baseball. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. Make sure if Florida state comes anywhere near you, make the drive, make sure you go see them, make sure you are showing up to see this team listeners. I can't stress that enough. And thank you to Tanaya, to coach, for being part of this today. Thank you to our listeners for showing up for us every day. I am Howard Megdahl. I'll be back with you tomorrow and six days a week. This is Locked On Women's Basketball. Have a wonderful day. Ogumba Wallet for the win. You are Locked On Women's Basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. 